This is an Alert USA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, October 2nd, 2021. This week in security news, three times this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. Most important for this update, on Friday, Alert USA subscribers were notified of an active shooter situation unfolding at the Yes Prep Southwest Secondary School in Houston, Texas. According to Houston Police Chief Troy Finner, this incident began when an unnamed 25-year-old black male approached the locked front entrance of the school with a rifle. The suspect proceeded to shoot through the glass door in order to gain entry into the building. Upon entering, he immediately opened fire, shooting one administrator in the back before being surrounded by police and ultimately surrendering. The victim, identified only as a white male, was taken to the hospital and is in serious condition following surgery. Due to the shooting, Houston Integrated School District locked down their campuses as a precaution. Police have given no motive for the suspect's actions. Southwest Secondary is a charter school that serves students in the 6th through 12th grades. The campus has an enrollment of approximately 1,000 students. Listeners are reminded that just last week, Alert USA subscribers were notified of a shooting at Heritage High School in Newport News, Virginia. In that incident, two students were seriously wounded. For those listening who are parents of school-aged children, now would be an ideal time to gather and review the family safety plan. Remember, your family may not be together when an emergency or a disaster strikes. As such, it is important to know what types of emergencies could affect your area, how you'll contact one another and reconnect if separated, as well as setting a family meeting place that's familiar to everyone and easy to find. You can find several resources to help you through this process in this week's issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Next up, some quick hits in public health news. As of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, Johns Hopkins University reports there have been more than 697,000 deaths in the U.S. officially attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. According to the CDC's COVID data tracker website, in the U.S. alone, more than 393 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccines have been administered. As a follow-on, according to the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS, between mid-December 2020 and September 17th of this year, more than 726,000 adverse events have been voluntarily reported following COVID-19 vaccinations. As it is estimated that only 1% of adverse events are actually recorded into the system, this number could be significantly higher. It is important to remember that reporting on the VAERS system does not automatically indicate proof that the vaccine was responsible for any of these adverse reactions. You can find links to the VAERS database along with key findings in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Next up, this week, California Governor Gavin Newsom announced that all eligible students attending K-12 schools in the state must be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 to attend in-person teaching. This is the first statewide COVID-19 vaccine mandate for students in the entire country. Also this week, California Senator Dianne Feinstein introduced the U.S. Air Travel Public Safety Act, a bill that would require all passengers on domestic airline flights to either be fully vaccinated, have recently tested negative for COVID-19, or has fully recovered from a coronavirus infection in order to be able to fly. In direct contrast to these new mandates, listeners will recall that late last week, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas admitted that none of the 15,000 Haitian migrants processed at or near the Del Rio border crossing were tested before they were released into the interior. And this week, House Democrats blocked an effort by House Republicans to require COVID-19 testing and vaccinations 
for migrants stopped at the border before they would be released into U.S. communities. This move directly contrasts with the new presidential mandate requiring all federal employees, including members of the U.S. military and Border Patrol, to receive the COVID vaccine or lose their job. In travel security news, listeners are once again reminded that a new National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin is in effect warning of the threat posed by domestic terrorists, individuals and groups engaged in grievance-based violence, and those inspired or motivated by foreign terrorists and other malign foreign influences. The Transportation Security Administration's mask mandate also remains in effect for everyone, vaccinated or not, across all U.S. transport networks, including at airports, on commercial aircraft, buses, and rail systems through January 18th of 2022. Additionally, the CDC still requires all air passengers entering the United States, including U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents, to present a negative COVID-19 test taken within three calendar days of departure or proof of recovery from the virus within the last 90 days. And finally, as reported last week, the Department of Homeland Security has extended restrictions on non-essential travel at land and ferry crossings with Canada and Mexico through October 21st. If you are planning travel abroad this holiday season, regardless of the destination, AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations for your destination. We also recommend that you take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program, so if something goes bad in the country you're visiting, that the U.S. Embassy knows you are there. Afghanistan is a perfect example of why this is important. Many Americans in the country were not registered with the embassy, contributing significantly to the chaos when the pullout began. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, AlertUSA also regularly recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threat assessments of the situation on the ground can and do vary. You can find more on each of the stories in this report in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, simply visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. By subscribing to the newsletter, you are also entering into a drawing for a chance to win a full month supply of delicious Mountain House freeze-dried food entrees and other great timely prizes. Visit ThreatJournal.com for full details. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an AlertUSA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, October 2nd, 2021.